Something alone was visible above the coverlet, or a cry from baby Jane, though her bare feet stuck out in a way that would have produced shrieks from a less well-trained infant. Presently voices were heard approaching, and through the arch which led to a side path came two little girls, one carrying a small pitcher, the other proudly bearing a basket covered with a napkin. They looked like twins, but were not, for Bab was a year older than Betty, though only an inch taller. Both had on brown calico frocks, much the worse for a week's wear, but clean pink pinafores in honor of the occasion made up for that, as well as the gray stockings and thick boots. Both had round rosy faces rather sunburnt, pug noses somewhat freckled, merry blue eyes, and braided tails of hair hanging down their backs, like those of the dear little Kenwigses. "'Don't they look sweet?' cried Bab, gazing with maternal pride upon the left-hand row of dolls, who might appropriately have sung in chorus, "'We are seven. Very nice, but my Belinda beats them all.' I do think she's the splendidest child that ever was. And Betty set down the basket to run and embrace the suspended darling, just then kicking up her heels with joyful abandon. The kick can be cooling while we fix the children. It does smell perfectly delicious, said Bab, lifting the napkin to hang over the basket, fondly regarding the little round loaf that lay inside. Leave some smell for me, commanded Betty, rushing back to get her fair share of the spicy fragrance. The pug noses sniffed it up luxuriously, and the bright eyes feasted upon the loveliness of the cake, so brown and shiny, with a tipsy-looking bee in pie-crust staggering down one side instead of sitting properly atop. Ma let me put it on the very last minute, and it baked so hard I couldn't pick it off. We can give Belinda that piece so it's just as well, observed Betty, taking the lead as her child was queen of the revel. Let's set them round so they can see too, proposed Bab going with a hop, skip, and jump to collect her young family. Betty agreed, and for several minutes both were absorbed in seating their dolls about the table, for some of the dear things were so limp they wouldn't sit up, and others so stiff they wouldn't sit down, and all sorts of seats had to be contrived to suit the peculiarities of their spines. This arduous task accomplished, the fond mamma stepped back to enjoy the spectacle, which I assure you was an impressive one. Belinda sat with great dignity at the head her hands genteelly holding a pink cambric pocket-handkerchief in her lap. Josephus, her cousin, took the foot, elegantly arrayed in a new suit of purple and green gingham, with his speaking countenance much obscured by a straw hat several sizes too large for him, while on either side sat guests of every size, complexion, and costume, producing a very gay and varied effect, as all were dressed with a noble disregard of fashion. "'They would like to see us get tea.' "'Did you forget the buns?' inquired Betty anxiously. No, got them in my pocket, and Bab produced from that chaotic cupboard two rather stale and crumbly ones, saved from lunch for the fete. These were cut up and arranged in plates, forming a graceful circle around the cake still in this basket. Ma couldn't spare much milk, so we must mix water with it. Strong tea isn't good for children, she says, and Bab contentedly surveyed the gill of skim milk, which was to satisfy the thirst of the company. While the tea draws and the cake cools, let's sit down and rest. I'm so tired, sighed Betty, dropping down on the doorstep and stretching out the stout little legs which had been on the go all day, for Saturday had its tasks as well as its fun, and much business had preceded this unusual pleasure. Bab went and sat beside her, looking idly down the walk toward the gate, where a fine cobweb shone in the afternoon sun. Ma says she's going over the house in a day or two, now it's warm and dry after the storm, and we may go with her. You know, she wouldn't take us in the fall, because we had whooping cough and it was damp there. Now we shall see all the nice things. Won't it be fun? 
observed Bab after a pause. Yes, indeed. Ma says there's lots of books in one room, and I can look at them while she goes round. Maybe I'll have time to read some, and then I can tell you, answered Betty, who dearly loved stories and seldom got any new ones. I'd rather see the old spinning wheel up Garrett, and the big pictures and the queer clothes in the blue chest. It makes me mad to have them all shut up there, when we might have such fun with them. I'd just like to bang that old door down. And Bab twisted round to give it a thump with her boots. You needn't laugh. You know you'd like it as much as me, she added, twisting back again, rather ashamed of her impatience. I didn't laugh. You did. Don't you suppose I know what laughing is? I guess I know I didn't. You did laugh. How darest you tell such a fib? If you say that again, I'll take Belinda and go right home. Then what will you do? I'll eat up the cake. No, you won't. It's mine. Ma said so. And you're only company, so you'd better behave or I won't have any party at all.